0: What's up, FC? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Bobby, as usual, and the holiday season is officially upon us. Before you start decorating your Thanksgiving tree, here's what's happening right now at Foundations Church. Kelly Jones is selling her book, Through Their Eyes, this Sunday, November 20th. It's an Advent calendar, so now is the right time to start reading it, even if you don't know what Advent is, and you can grab it in the lobby on Sunday. FC Foster's Christmas Outreach is this November 27th. That's right. Check out the Connect Center for details on how to get involved in this. It goes all the way through the month of December. FC Women's Christmas Party is December 8th. You can get your tickets also in the lobby for $5 a piece. And I think that's about it. So I want to introduce my special studio guest, our Student Ministries Director, Michael Ballard. Say, say hi. What's going on, FC? So, Michael, uh, who would win in a fight between Thor and Santa Claus? That's a tough one. My heart wants to say Santa because uh, he's been a close friend of mine for uh, almost 31 years now. But my head uh, knows that Thor would demolish him. Um, that's taking into account that uh, the reindeers don't get involved. Uh, yeah, Mjolnir versus the sleigh. Right? Correct. Uh, I'm still gonna have to go with Thor on that one. All right, whatever. <laughs> okay. What special event is happening tonight at uh, FC Students? Tonight we are doing our second annual Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we as a student ministry um, provide a traditional Thanksgiving meal. All of our awesome volunteers um, bring something, it's completely homemade and it is free of charge and it's a chance for us um, just to, to hang out with the students um, because we believe we're better together. Awesome. You want to you take us out? Sure. Without any further ado, may I present to you two-thirds of the Three Musketeers. Our lead pastor, Justin
1: Grace. Three, two, one, action. Um, Hey, we are glad that you guys are here today. Um, Before I get going into my message, uh, if you missed last week, we talked about running your race. How are you at running your race? And we talked about what Foundations Church mission, what our purpose, what our vision, what our values are are here at Foundation Church, and so I would just encourage you, um, I I know not everybody can be here every week, even though, let's be honest, you would love to be, uh, but you, you can't make it every week, so go listen to download our podcast, watch the video of it, because it would help you greatly to know what God is calling us as a church to run, and us as individuals, the race He's calling us to run, and where are you at in that race? How are you running your race. Um, I, I, blah, blah, blah. Nicole talked a little bit about our women's Christmas party, ladies. Let me tell you this: you need to get tickets quickly. We had a hundred last year go, and tickets went like that. Um, and they they're making room for I think 125, maybe 150. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but that's all right. Um, but uh, Mahogany's uh, caters this event, and it is awesome. If you've never had Mahogany's food, you will want to slap somebody's mama. Um, because it is that good Um, and it is very inexpensive event so make sure you get your tickets your friends tickets and you make plans on being here today we are starting a new series called living the 518 living the 518 and the 918 what and uh, for all of our visitors here today, 918 is Tulsa's area code. But before I get in there, I wanna welcome somebody who has never gotten to come to Foundation Church. It's my brother-in-law, um, my sister, my nephew. Um, he is a pastor. They are pastors in Longview, Texas. And so they don't get to be here very much with us and I don't get to be very much there with them because Sunday's kind of a big deal for us. And so I just wanna say thanks so much for taking your Sunday off and being here with us. Um, today, we're going to start this series, and, and before I get into the message, I, I just want to say, um, I was planning on going this way, and yesterday when I was up here preparing um, and, and just kind of going over notes, God took me this way, I like total this way. Um, and I, I've, I've always said this, and I, for a lot of you, maybe you've never heard me say this, But as a church, as Foundation Church, we want to be a church that is spirit-led and not strategy-led, not just good idea-led, but we want to follow what the Holy Spirit wants to do in and through Foundation Church. And if that means changing the message, if that means you go in this direction, I would rather follow what God wants me to say and speak 10 words or 10 minutes of a sermon that he's calling me to say instead of 30 minutes of what I wanna say. So, today it may look a little sloppy. There's not a whole lot up there because this all just got changed. And so, I just want to let you know we're going after what God has called us to, and we're going to be the church the Holy Spirit is asking us to be instead of just being the popular church and the easy church that it is to be. And so, um, today we are doing this series. I had a funny title and all that, that it just got, thanks God. But in the in the process of this, uh, uh, I'm going to explain what living the five one eight means. But there is a war that goes on in my house every time at this year. uh, There is a battle that Casey and I—it's like—and we're not mean about it. And I lose it every year. Every year, I never win. But Casey wants to decorate for Christmas now. Some of you have already decorated. I, this, is not, this is not me being critical. I, 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 like, Casey's always like, why do you hate Jesus? Why don't you want to decorate for Christmas? I'm like, I don't hate Jesus. Well, you hate the baby Jesus. No, I don't hate baby Jesus. I love baby Jesus like Ricky Bobby. Um, it's, it's not It's not that. But I don't want to miss Thanksgiving because here's the deal. I love food and I don't have to buy you a present. I don't have to buy your kids a present. I don't have to buy gifts. I don't have to transfer stuff from savings into a checking account to buy presents. I don't have to stress out about how much my year-end bonus is going to be to cover all these presents. I just get to show up with my stretchy pants on and eat some food and give thanks for it. Instead of well, are all the all, does Charlie have as many presents as Chloe? Got to keep it fair. Why? Why? And, and and so Casey wants to have Christmas, and I want to have Thanksgiving. And we always have Christmas decorated when it's Thanksgiving, always. But but here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal, is that that that's not a big deal, really in the grand scheme of things. But what is a big deal is I do think it is, it kind of signifies what's happening in our nation here. Is that we don't take time to be thankful. We don't take time in our everyday life to regularly give thanks. In fact, I I would say this. for, For our nation, we have a thankfulness problem. Um, you go to other nations. You go across this world, and they're so—they have so much less than us, and they're so much more thankful than we are as a culture. In fact, let me let me ask you this: um, We take so many things for granted um, that we just don't thank the Lord for. One of one of the things is this: When's the last time you thank God for clean running water, like clean running water? Like some of you, you touched the shower this morning, it's cold and you cussed a little bit. You're like, oh, you know, what, you, you are, you are upset. Can I, can I tell you when you go to a, like I'm a shower gargler, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. I'm enjoying the shower experience. And when you go to another nation, if you gargle with the water, you're going to get diarrhea, you can't be a shower gar- gargler because there's going to be some other results that happen. Your choices have a result. Um, you have a price to pay for bad choices. Uh, um- when, when I come back from Haiti or from Africa, um, when I come back from there, I am beelining it to a water fountain because my mind is blown that I can just push right there and have clean drinking water. And some of you germaphobes are like, do you know how many diseases are on it? I will put my mouth right on that faucet and just be like, fresh water, yum. Um, so good, it's so good. But, we're, but we're really, when's the last time you thank God for running water. When's the last time you thanked him for hot water? Some of you this morning. Uh, other ones, electricity. When's, a, when we, when's the last time you thank God for your electric bill? We, we just came out of the summer and it's like 105 degrees, and you get the bill, and you're like, Ugh, it hurts my feelings. And we gripe, and we're like, "How, how, Casey, how low do you keep in this house gone when I'm gone? Hello, 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 65? No, turn that up. You can sweat a little bit. <laughs> I'm not made of money, you know. <laughs> we gripe about the blessings of God, about the privileges we have. We, I, 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 I have, I'm guilty. I have never thanked God for an electric bill." But yet, that electric bill is a result of a privilege that I am experiencing in air conditioning, your gas bill coming up, and having heat. Man, we're not real good at being thankful. When's the last time you thank God for grocery stores stocked with food even before a snowstorm? Toilet papers and clean bathrooms. Thank you, Lord. Sidewalks and functioning paved roads, cars, public transportation, Uber, you know, thank you God for Uber. You may not like the, the, the education system we have, but we still have one of the best in the world, and it's free. Your kids get to go to. The education system, the freedom of choice. All of you, when you leave this place, are going to have a choice that you don't have to make. You get to make. Where are we going to go eat? What's for lunch? What's, you know, you, you chose yesterday to put a roast in today. I'm coming over in just a little bit. Um, you know, um, especially if you've got some gravy with that. Um, we have choice. What, what clothes am I going To wear a shower that works we talked about that three meals a day a roof that doesn't leak over your head a bed and not a clay or soil a soil floor to sleep on a cell phone my dumb phone doesn't ever work you've got a you've got a cell phone it's but the internet's so slow (laughs) i totally need the new seven you know shut up I'm still on the six, you know. It's so, so unfair, mom and dad. Shut up. You you have a small computer in your hand. Like it's crazy to me. A a cell phone, a room, or space to call your own a job. Monday, I'm gonna challenge all of us not to be like, I hate Monday tomorrow on social media. You have a job. You get to earn money, right? You are healthy enough and able enough and your brain works well enough even on Monday morning to work at a job, a hospital to go to an emergency, garbage trucks, thank you God. And the military, the police officers that put their life on the line week after week and firefighters. We have that but very rarely are we thankful for that and that's where we've missed it is that we have become a society that is thankful for things when that's good that's great but that's not necessarily the challenge of 518. God's not just calling us to be thankful for things because here's what happens when we are just thankful for things is that the thing that we are thankful for eventually is no longer new. And so our thankfulness fades away as the newness fades away. When when you get a new car, I've I've never had a brand new car. I've I've never had one. Um, When you have a, if you want to buy me one, find me after service. I got good taste. (laughs) Oh, you... Woo, we're gonna go buy something. I'll even put a bumper sticker with your name on it. I am the proud recipient of such and such. Um, anyways, is <laughs> when the newness wears off of that car, you're no longer thankful that your car broke down. You're no longer, when the new car smell goes away, it's kind of symbolic that our thankfulness goes away. When that new house starts having problems, our thankfulness goes away and the challenge of living the 518 is found in this one verse and this is the only verse we're getting to I only have one point today I know that's a that's a God thing I had five points last week one this week that's God first Thessalonians 518 says this be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And the only point I wanna make today is this, is that we have to learn to be thankful in instead of just being thankful for. We have to learn to be thankful in instead of just being thankful thankful for. Because here's the deal, all of us in this place, we are waiting for God to do something. There's not a problem with that, I, I am asking God, for things, for him to move and to do things. And the problem is, is that while we're waiting for things, we're waiting to be thankful for it. Our, our thankfulness becomes dependent upon what God has done for me lately instead of just being dependent on God's goodness. And, and Paul is instructing the church in Thessalonica this. He's saying, man, don't be thankful for your circumstances. But be thankful in all your circumstances. Because i got to be honest, to be thankful for some things that you're going through, that you're dealing with, you're like, well, that, that's not going to work. I, I get that. But that's not what Paul is saying. Paul is saying be thankful in all circumstances. And you may be sitting there today and you may be going, well, you know what, Justin? That's easy for you to say. You're a pastor. You don't come from a broken home. You, your your parents stay married. You you're not you don't come from a broken. Like marriage yourself, you and Casey are still married and have been married for eighteen years. You, you're healthy, Justin. It must, it must be easy for you to say be thankful in all circumstances. You aren't getting kicked out of your house. You don't know what it's like to claim bankruptcy. You don't know what it's like to feel alone. You don't know what it's like to have disappointment after disappointment. You don't know this. You don't. And so I hear what you're saying, Pastor Justin. I, I see what you're saying, and that's all good and great but it must be really easy for you to say, be thankful in all circumstances because you're not in my circumstance. But here's what I want to tell you. I am not telling you to be thankful in all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Paul is instructing the church. The word of God is saying, be thankful in all circumstances. It's not my opinion. It comes from a much greater source than me. The other day, um, I, I, in fact, it was, when was it, I think it was Friday night. We're at the house and um, the girls are getting ready for bed and I hear them fighting while they're brushing their teeth and getting ready for bed. And like, I just start laughing. And I'm just sitting there and Casey walks in and she's like, do you hear that? And I'm like, oh yeah, I hear it. I'm just letting it go right now because it's actually pretty comical because Charlie's saying something and Chloe goes, Charlie, you are not the boss of me. You know, and the youngest one, I'm just, I, I'm laughing because I'm thinking of me and my sister and the the, the bouts we've had. You aren't not my boss, you know. And big eyes coming. Oh yes, I, you know. But but here's the deal: is that the moment that I stepped into the situation or Casey stepped into the situation and said enough and that's enough, there was a greater authority that came behind that. And can I tell you, when Paul is saying be thankful in all circumstances, this isn't something your pastor is saying. This isn't some popular teaching right now. This is a greater authority that is saying this and speaking this into your life. Be thankful in all your circumstances. Well, that's the apostle Paul. His life must have been a breeze. Well, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 24 through 27, Paul talks about his life. And he summarizes what went on, what happened. And he says this. He says Five times. Five times. I've been beaten with the 39 lashes by the juice. Three times, I've been beaten with rods. And one time, I was stoned. Not, 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 not that, like flick it away. Not, whoa, God, yes, I just went to Colorado, you know. Um, flick that off. No, 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 like Rocks, and the only reason they stopped throwing stones at him, they thought he was dead. And this is Paul. This, this is Paul saying, man, I have been beaten with 39 lashes five times. I've been beaten with rods three times. And if that wasn't bad enough, I have been stoned. People tried to kill me by throwing rocks at my head, at my body. This, this is it. And, and I, I really, truly believe this. Paul is saying and speaking out of this and some of these things have already happened and he's saying, you know what? I understand that there's gonna be circumstances and situations that you don't like, that you didn't ask for, that you don't wanna go through, but don't let what people meant to destroy you actually destroy you. Don't let what people are doing, the the people who are trying to beat you down, keep you down. But in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Paul says this, man, in all circumstances, even when you're hurt, even when you didn't deserve it, Paul was doing the right things for the right reasons. He didn't deserve this. Even when you're right and it goes wrong, be thankful in that moment. In that circumstance, still be thankful in it. Paul keeps going on. I'm like, this, this This. is unreal. Paul says, I've been shipwrecked three times. Shipwrecked. Think about that. Like, like, I, I know a lot of people that like to go on cruises, and I, do, I don't do cruises because I'm like Buddy the Elf when I'm in the shower, and like, it hits me in the belly button. I'm like this, splashing it all like doesn't work, I had to sleep in a yoga position to sleep in the bed with Casey, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. He's been shipwrecked three times. He was adrift at sea, you talk about scaring me, make me stay the night adrift at sea for a night and a day. And then if that wasn't enough, he was bitten by a poisonous snake. Now, I'm gonna tell you. That's me. Me and Jesus are having a powwow. I'm be like, okay, God, I've done all these missionary journeys, and I've been shipwrecked three times. Okay, I, I, I got gotcha. you. Three times. I've been adrift at sea. I have been stoned. I have been beaten three times with rods, and I have been whipped five times by the Jews. And now you're gonna let a snake bite me? Really? Really? You know, just come on, God. And yet Paul says this in one of his last letters in Philippians 4.4. He says, even when all the punches keep coming, even when it doesn't seem fair, even when the circumstances are overwhelming and he's chained to a jailer in a prison, even when you're doing the right thing with the right motive, rejoice in the Lord always. And I say it again rejoice because God's will and his purpose for you who belong in Christ Jesus isn't to act like everybody that doesn't have a relationship with Jesus when they go through the tough times, when they're in the tough circumstances. But Paul says this after being shipwrecked three times, after being adrift at sea, after being bitten by a snake, in all circumstances be thankful. What a challenge for us and he keeps going on he says this I have faced danger in cities deserts and on the seas I have been hungry I've been thirsty I've gone without food and shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm I've had to sneak out of town being lowered in a basket so that I wouldn't be killed and I am stayed single my whole entire life to put a, just a cute little ribbon on the top of that Man. And he says, be thankful in all circumstances. The Greek meaning for in, in this, in this verse, says this it means inside or within. A marker of a location, usually without any suggestion of emotion. A marker, a location. With it, with, without any movement, without any hint of movement, of motion, any suggestion of motion happening. Here, here's, the, here's the honest truth for me. I can be thankful if I think it's gonna get better. But even when it doesn't seem like it's gonna get better, even when there's no motion to it, can you be thankful in your circumstance? Can you be thankful in the circumstance you find yourself in. Um, i Chloe's, Chloe plays soccer. I am not a soccer player. I readily admit that. And they, they just finished their uh, season. She's in fourth grade. And one of the things that, that Chloe and her, her, her coaches keep telling her is this, is that Chloe will go in and she'll just kind of kick it. Or some of the girls would just kick it and they would stop practice very early on. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're just kicking it without stepping into it. And, and as a result, you're not kicking this ball, this ball near as far or as hard or with the force you are capable of. You are, you've got to step in, you got to bring that in and step in your power step into the ball. And can I tell you, man, this is what Paul is talking about. Step into your circumstance and realize the power that thanksgiving has, even when you're going through it. You, there's some of you in this place, you are a lot more capable of what God has called you to and what he wants to do through you, even in the midst of your circumstance. But you've been laying back. You've been trying to do it on your own. He's saying, no, 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 no. You got to step in to your potential. you got to step into your circumstance and watch the power of God work through you because it's not about your might. It's not about your power, but it's by my spirit. It's about me being able to work in you and through you in such a way that as you're going through the things and you're, you're, you're in your situation and your circumstance you will not want to be in, that men may see your works and glorify the Lord. That's what God wants. This is why living the 518 and the 918 is so big. Because He's saying this, man, man, be thankful in all circumstances. Step into your potential. Step into the power of God. Stop trying to do it by your might and your power and step in to the anointing that God has in the middle of your circumstance. But here's the reality. Is that many of us were sitting right there in the exact same chair, and I'm closing with this. I asked the worship team to come up, and you're there, and you say, nah, because it just doesn't make sense. It's just not fair. Some of you, you are you are going after what God has called you to. You're trying to do the right thing in your relationships, in your marriage, and things just keep getting worse. I, 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 you, you want me to be thankful in that circumstance? Some of us, you know what the reality is? We, we just wanna ignore it. We just wanna pretend like it doesn't exist because if we ignore it, it doesn't hurt as much. If we ignore it, then the pain's a little bit less and we can deal with it a little bit, a, a little bit better. And you're in your circumstance, man. You could barely worship. You could barely praise. You could barely just get through the worship time. But can I tell you this morning, God wants you to have a moment. He, he wants you to have a moment where you step into your potential, that That you don't just do it by your power, by your might, but you step into the bigness of God. And you're sitting there and you've tried to do it all on your own. And your thankfulness and your thanksgiving is very just dependent on the best things that have been happening. And if things go off, then you're done. Can I tell you, this morning, as we get ready to close and be done, this morning I saw a lady who just lost her husband, uh, Alyssa Floyd's mom. She had this moment where she just thought about all the things that had gone on, all the things that had gone wrong of losing her husband to cancer. And he just retired and this should have been the best time And this wasn't the circumstance she wanted, but this is a circumstance she found herself in. And she decided to step into her circumstance, step into her potential and worship the Lord and be thankful in any and every and all circumstances. I've seen people who this first service, man, they're going in the midst of a divorce and it's not what he wanted. Man, she left him and he's sitting there going, I don't know how to deal with that anger. I don't know how to deal with the pain, but this is the situation. This is the circumstance that I am in. And instead of just watching it fly by, instead of just dealing with it on my own, I'm going to step into the potential that God has called me to. And I'm going to step into my circumstance and be thankful always. This morning, can I tell you, God wants you to have that moment. Some of you, you can stand here and you can, you can sit there and you can fold your arms. And you can get mad. You can get bitter. You can stay discouraged. You can stay depressed. Or you can step in to your circumstance. You can step in to your potential. And you can watch the power that being a thankful person has, even when you don't feel like it because there's power in thanks. There's power in praise. There's power in worship. And this morning, here's what I want us to do. Chet and the worship team are going to lead us in this song again. And I I, I I, want you all that are seated, I don't want you to stand yet. I want you to think about every circumstance that's going on with you right now. And I, I don't want you to stand up right when he starts singing. I want you to think, man, what's going on? What has consumed my life? man, what has has just led me to a place of fear, a place of discouragement, a place of wanting to give up, a place of anger, a place of depression. What is that that you have been avoiding and not stepping into? And I want you this morning when Chet gets ready to sing, man, to to have this moment where you step into your potential right there in your seat that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit comes and just empowers you to be than what you can be on your own. That you come into this purpose of living the 518 and you say, I will be thankful in all circumstances because that's the will of God for my life as I as in Christ Jesus. Not His will, not my will, but His will be done here in heaven and here on earth. And this morning as Chad and the worship team sing, I want you to think about where you at, be real and have a moment Across the auditorium. Lord we love you we thank you and Lord I pray whatever's going on, whatever circumstance we find ourselves in that Lord we would live lives that, we're not, that we are capable of on our own but it's only by you Holy Spirit breathing in us and equipping us and encouraging us to step in to watch you have for us. Lord, I pray that we would live the 518 out. God, Jesus, that we wouldn't be just thankful for things, so that's great. But we would take the charge of Paul and we would be thankful in all circumstances so that people may look at our reaction, they may look at our attitude, they may hear our words, they may see our actions and not say, how are you doing this? But man, What's different about you that it would glorify you in everything that we do, God? That you would receive the glory and the honor. With heads bowed and eyes
0: closed, if you're here.
1: Believe, belong, become. Join us in our vision here at Foundations
0: Church. Services are every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 10:45 a.m. and our youth service, Voltage, is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. For more information. You can check us out online at foundationschurch.tv